Hello, and welcome to the English Classroom. My name is Daniel, and today I'm going to teach you about intensifiers. Now, what is an intensifier? Well, let's say that it's cold outside. You can say, it's cold outside. But you can also say that it's very cold outside. That word very is intensifying how cold it is outside. You can also say that it's so cold outside. And you can also say that it's too cold outside. Now these three different intensifiers mean three different things. Now, what if I told you that there is a special and unique way that you can express yourself when you want to intensify something? Because you don't always want to say very. We have words like freezing cold, stone cold, and other ways of expressing yourself. Now, what's the point of language? Well, the point of language is to be able to express yourself in the best possible way. And this means being able to convey your thoughts correctly and accurately to the other person. And we do this in English and in every other language when we use specific words and different types of vocabulary. Now, before we start talking about the different ways of saying very, I want to clear something up. And that's the difference between really and very. Now, someone may have told you that these two mean the same thing. Someone may have told you that if you say, I'm very sorry, and I'm really sorry, that you mean the same thing. You're just intensifying how sorry you are. But I want to talk to you about this because that's not how it works in English. The truth is that if you say, I'm very sorry, you're saying something completely different than when you say, I'm really sorry. Why? Well, think about this. When you say, I'm very sorry, you're intensifying how sorry you are. But think of the word really. What word do you find in there? Well, you find the word real. Really. So, this means that you're being genuine. When you say, I'm really sorry, you're doing two things. Yes, you're intensifying how sorry you are a little bit. But most importantly, you're showing the other person that you are genuinely sorry, that you mean what you say. So, if you say it's very cold outside, you're intensifying how cold it is. But if you say it's really cold outside, you're doing two things. You're intensifying how cold it is outside, but you're also allowing the person to understand how you feel about the situation, that you mean what you say, that you are being real about the subject. And we know this because, think about it, in a conversation, what do we usually say when we are talking with someone and they say something that's surprising? Don't we usually say, really? Why are we saying, really? Well, we're showing the person that we care about what they're saying. We don't say, very? So there are times where you can use very, but there are also times where you can't use really. And there are times where you can use really when you can't use very. These two words mean two different things. Now, are you ready for the best part of the lesson? Well, I hope you are, because I am. Now. There are different ways of saying very. We don't always want to use very when we intensify something. 
Very is a good word. I like the word very. But there are other ways that we can use words to convey the same thought. For example, let's say that it's cold outside. Well, you can say it's very cold outside, but what if you want to intensify that? You can say it's freezing cold outside. The word freezing here is the same as very, but you're using it to intensify cold. Let's look at another one. You can say it's new. The car is new. But what if you want to say that it's very new? That's fine, you can say that. Now, is there a different word that we can use? Yes, we can use the word brand. We can say the car is brand new. And by saying that the car is brand new, you're saying that it's very, very new. Now, the word brand by itself means something completely different. But here, when you use it next to the word new, it means very. Now, it's important to understand that this word brand is uniquely used as very in this situation when it's next to new. So we wouldn't say it's brand cold outside to, to mean very cold outside. No, you would say it's very cold or it's freezing cold. Now the word brand is specifically there to mean very when it's next to new. You can also say that it's brand spanking new. And that's another way of saying it to intensify it even more. Now, let's look at the word red. Something can be very red, but if you want to be specific and you want to talk about someone's eyes being red, you can say his eyes are very red, but remember, we want to stay away from the word very if we want to sound more native and if we want to be more specific or if we want to intensify a little bit more. What word can we use? We can say his eyes are bloodshot red. And by saying bloodshot red, you say very red. But you sound more native and you're being more specific. Now, it's important to understand that bloodshot is usually used with someone's eyes. So if someone's face is red, we wouldn't say his face is bloodshot red. No, bloodshot means very but only when it's used next to eyes, or most of the time. Now, let's look at another one. The word open, as in the opposite of closed. Now, the door can be open, but what if, what if it's very open? You can say, he left the door very open, but native English speakers don't use it like that. They say, he left the door wide open. And the word wide here means very. Now remember, we don't say it's wide cold outside. We say it's freezing cold outside. We don't say it's wide new to mean very new. No, these intensifiers have their own specific place where they belong in the English language. And the word wide here means very, next to open. Now, what if someone's rich? Well, you can say he's rich. And you can say he's very rich. But what other word can we use? We can say he's filthy rich. And by saying filthy, you mean very. In fact, you mean very, very rich. Now, let's look at the word poor. You can say he is poor. You can say he's very poor. 
Now, you can also say he's dirt poor. And by saying that he's dirt poor, you're intensifying how poor the person is. And this word dirt can also be used with cheap. If something is cheap, it's very cheap. Cheap means not expensive. So you can say, that car is cheap. But what if it's very cheap? And you want to intensify that, you can say it's dirt cheap. By saying dirt cheap, you're intensifying how cheap that item is. Now, we have a phrase like thin, a word like thin. Now, what if someone is very thin? What if someone is too thin? You can say he's very thin, but you can also say he's stick thin. And by saying stick thin, you're intensifying how thin the person is. Someone is strong, but what if you want to be more specific? Because you can say he's very strong, but just because he's very strong doesn't mean that he uses his strength for something good. What if you have someone who's strong who you know uses his strength for something good? You would say he's mighty strong. And by saying mighty strong, you mean very strong, but you're specifying that he uses his strength for something good. Very strong, mighty strong. They're not the same thing. Now, sometimes the word very, or the word that represents very, can go at the end of a sentence or the end of a phrase. For example, what if something is, what if something is burnt? Burnt. Well, you can say it's very burnt, but you can also say, that it's burnt crisp. And the word crisp here means very. The eggs were burnt crisp. That means that they were very burnt. Now, we talked about cold. And we said how instead of saying very cold, you can say freezing cold. But we have another phrase that we can use. Stone cold. Now, we use this in very specific situations. And we usually use it when we want to mean that something is cold unexpectedly. What does this mean? Well, for example, dinner. Think of dinner. Is a dinner supposed to be cold or hot most of the time? Well, most of the time a dinner is hot. So what if a dinner happens to be cold? You don't expect it to be cold. So you would say the dinner was stone cold. That means that you don't expect it to be cold. So for example, the kids got home late or they arrived home late and the dinner was stone cold. Now, the kids don't expect the dinner to be cold. That's why it's stone cold. Another example, the man noticed that the tea was stone cold. Now, this means very cold, stone cold. Stone here means very, but it's specifically used to mean that it's counter expectationally cold. That means that you don't expect it to be cold. The dinner or the tea was very cold because usually tea is hot, unless you're drinking iced tea. I love iced tea. All right. Now, the phrase itself, stone cold, can mean very because what I taught you before, stone means very, but stone cold, the entire phrase, can mean very in very specific situations. What am I talking about? Well, what does sober mean? Sober. If someone is sober, it means the opposite of drunk. If you're drunk, it means you drank too much and you're like, oh, and you're out of control. If you're sober, it's the opposite. Now, let's say that you're in the car driving and the cops stop you and you look and the cop says, 
the cop is the, the police officer. He says, have you been drinking? You can say, sir, I am sober. I am very sober. But instead of saying very sober, you can say, I'm stone cold sober. And the phrase stone cold here means very, very. Now, what's another way we can use stone cold? Well, cold has many definitions. Cold can mean something that is the opposite of hot. But cold can also mean that someone has no emotions or someone doesn't show their emotions. So, have you heard of the phrase cold-blooded killer? A cold-blooded killer is someone who plans to kill someone and doesn't care and doesn't feel anything afterwards. Now, you can say he's a cold-blooded killer, but you can also say he's a stone-cold killer. Stone-cold killer, you can say means very killer, but we don't say very killer, but we can say stone-cold killer. And stone-cold here means very. It's intensifying how much of a killer the person is. Now, let's look at the word dead, since we're talking about killing, right? Dead. The word dead can be used to intensify as well. But dead is different. Why? Because dead can be used with different words. You know how brand can only be used with new? Brand new, it's very new. Well, the word dead can be used with more than one word, and that makes it special. So for example, you can say you're tired. I'm tired. You can also say I'm very tired. And you can also say you're exhausted, right? But what if you want to say that you're very tired? You can say I'm dead tired. And dead here means very. I'm dead tired. I'm very tired. Now, what if someone is wrong, as in the opposite of right? You can say, you, my friend, are wrong. You can also say, you are very wrong. But what if we don't want to use very? There is where the word dead comes in. You can say, you are dead wrong. Dead wrong means very wrong. Now, what if you're bored? You can say, I'm bored. I'm very bored. But you can also say, I'm dead bored. And the word dead here means very. Now, speaking of dead, what if someone is beautiful? You can say, she is beautiful. You can also say, she is very beautiful. Now, if you want to intensify that, there's vocabulary that you can use to do that. You can say, she is gorgeous. Gorgeous means extremely beautiful. Now, it's important to understand since, that since gorgeous is the top of the shelf, you can't get more beautiful than that. Well, you can, but I'm going to teach you how. You can intensify gorgeous, but you can't say she's very gorgeous. It doesn't sound right because gorgeous is already very beautiful. It's redundant. It sounds redundant. But this is where you can use another word that means very to intensify gorgeous. So you can say she's beautiful. She's very beautiful. She's gorgeous. And then you can't say she's very gorgeous, but you can say she is drop dead gorgeous. And the phrase here, drop dead, means very. But it doesn't sound weird when you say drop dead. It sounds weird when you say very, but it doesn't sound weird when you say drop dead. She's drop dead gorgeous. Now, let's talk about the word to and so. Now, you can say it's very cold outside, but what if you say it's too cold outside? 
it's too cold outside, what's the difference? Well, if it's very cold or freezing cold like we learned, you're just intensifying how cold it is. But if you say it's too cold, you're saying that it's colder than you expected, colder than you desired, or colder than it needs to be. And this word too can be used to intensify almost anything or any adjective. Now, let's talk about the word so. Because you can say it's very cold outside, but you can also say that it's so cold outside. So what's the difference between these two? Well, here, they mean the same thing. It's very cold, it's so cold. They're both used as intensifiers. But the word so is different because it functions in other situations as well. In fact, it functions in situations where very can't be used. And it functions as a way to show how you feel about a situation. What are you talking about? Don't worry, I'm going to explain everything I just said. So, let's say that you are waiting for your friend and your friend goes to use the bathroom and they take like two hours in the bathroom. Two hours! Now, they're taking a long time. In fact, you can say that they are taking a very long time. So, when they come back, you want to show them and you want to tell them that they took very long. You were waiting for two hours. But you don't only want to tell them that, they were, that you were waiting very long. You also want to show them how you feel. And there are certain words that you can use to, to do this. Remember how I taught you that the word really is different because it's used as a way of showing how you feel, that you mean what you say. I'm very sorry. You're intensifying sorry. I'm really sorry. You're intensifying sorry, but you're also showing that you mean what you say. Really is one of those words. It does two things. It intensifies and it shows how you feel. The word so is similar. Because when your friend comes back from the bathroom, you can say, what took you so long? You want to know why they were gone for such a long time. So you say, what took you so long? You can't say what took you very long because the word very is used only to intensify. It's very cold. She took very long. But in this situation, you're using the word so to show your friend that you're not happy with them taking such a long time. And you're using it to intensify how long they took. What took you so long? And we use that phrase when someone took a long time. More time than expected. More time than they needed to be, right? You wouldn't say what took you too long. You would say so. So is unique in that way. It's different from very because it shows how you feel about a specific situation. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson on intensifiers. And I hope that you watch the lesson again because this was a very intensive lesson. Now, that's all for today. See you next time.